Welcome back to the Anoxley Audio Adventure. Today, I dig into my good friend, Evan. He's just had a podcast called 195 Stamps, and he was the one that helped me get my podcast online. But I just wanted to see where he was trying to take his business. And we talk a lot about an interesting concept of he didn't want to sell out. And I really don't know what that means. And so I was trying to dig into what he means by that. And just talking about where to place yourself, where to, how to value yourself, and how to charge for your service so that you can create a solid business. So I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. Um, I learned a lot from it, and I hope you do too. Enjoy. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks um, for having me. Well, I don't know if I'm welcoming you or what, because <laughs> this is not necessarily like an episode. This is just, we, were, we met last week, right? and we were talking about, you were trying to help me figure out how the hell I get these things on a podcast or on a, so people can hear them, basically. Right. And so... Um, I've sent my podcast in for approval, mm-hmm. and now nothing's happening. Right. You know so what I mean? So iTunes like, abyss. Just waiting for it to go on there, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, and we were just chatting, and you were telling me about you know like where you want to take your podcast and where mm-hmm. you want to take is one ninety five stamps, right? right? And um, I was like, shut up talking. <laughs> you did because people. I think people need to hear like some of the stuff that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people probably want to start podcasts and. You know, like you had, you have a whole business plan for how right. you want to do it. And you were showing me your website, and right. I was like, "All right, we need to chat about Cut this, this up, on yeah. camera, so or on the microphone, so people can hear what you're doing and where you want to take it." And I think there's a lot of lessons for people. So, where are you at now? So right now, I am in kind of my phase one rollout. So I wanted to have three phases of where I want to take 195 stamps. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm in phase one. I've got the podcast going. <clears throat> Uh, I'm doing interviews also uh, with people where I just come and talk to them and I want to get people of color's perspective on a travel experience that they've had. It can be domestic, so the first time you went to Vegas, mm-hmm. or you know somebody that was in Bora Bora and they proposed their fiance. I just want to get their experience and really get a, uh, a really raw and, and candid reaction of how it was that they came to go to this place, what feelings did they have when they went there, any preconceived notions, yeah. whether it be through a funny story, a sad story, something that's more introspective, a combination of the three. As long as it's a good story, that's what I want to capture. Yeah. Uh, and then the last part of that would then be just a, a, a community. That's the website I was showing you. Yeah. Just a community where people can come and share those experiences um, similar to a trip advisor meets a uh, kind of like a thrillist. Yeah. If any of you are familiar yeah. with thrillist, yeah. so a trip advisor kind of meets a thrillist where you have some, uh, you know, more curated content, but you also have things that people just come and say, "Hey, when you're in New York and you want a great steak, go to this place. When you're in Rome and you want to get a really good drink, go to this bar." And that's cool. What like what's the mission really for you? What do you want to get out of this? So, I. I saw a need, and the need was something that, you know, a lot of times people talk at you, and from there, let me back up. So, around 2014, 2015, a lot of travel, Instagrams, websites, blogs, YouTube channels, things like that started to pop up Mm -hmm. with uh, black bloggers, and it would say, hey... I'm in Mexico City, check me out. Hey, when you go to this place, do these four things. And I was like, you know, it's a lot of people talking at me. 
And if I'm planning a trip, how do I know that this person isn't, you know, getting paid from this place to do this? How do I know that this is yeah. fully authentic? And this is just one person's perspective. Yeah. And when I, you know, if I'm planning a trip to Paris and I get a hundred different things, you know, sometimes that's kind of tough. Go, all right, well, how do I narrow it down if I've never been there? Right. So the goal was to have a place where somebody could come and say, hey, I did this thing. And somebody could have a like button. Like, oh, okay, I did that too. I liked it. Or, you know, I second that. Or if you go there, you can then go here. So the goal of the 195 stamps was really just giving crowdsourcing information. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I want to do. I want to get the information from the, from the people, from the people who are going out there. Because when you're getting it from a select few people, um, sometimes it can kind of come through a, a certain lens. Yeah. And again, that's great. What, but why do you want to do it? So what is it that drives you to do that? What, what's your overall mission? You want to help mm -hmm. people do what? So for me, I've been to a lot of workspaces. That's why we're sitting in this workspace that's opening now. And I want to create a business club. I don't want a workspace. If this turns into a workspace that's like every other one, I'm going to sell out my shares, sell out my ownership, and go and do something else, right? right? Because that's not why I'm in it. Just like with the gym. If the gym becomes a mega gym that nobody knows each other anymore and, you know, it's just another place where people go work out, I'm out, sell it, move on. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I want a place that creates something that builds a connection, saves people's lives, makes them make connections with people where now they've got friends, now they've got a community, now they've got a family. Here, you're going to have a family of business owners that when shit gets rough as an entrepreneur, you don't think you're on your own. You don't think like, what the fuck am I going to do? You've got mm -hmm. people here. We're going to help you be successful. We're going to help you get in shape. We're going to help you have a better life, right? Mm -hmm. That's the underlying reason why I do it. When you do this website, there's plenty of websites doing that. What is it that drives you well, to so take that next step? Why are you doing it? When you say why, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it really goes back into kind of the three things that, that, that I spoke about, the podcast, the yep. website, and the YouTube, right? And I say I do those things, and the why is because there is somebody out there that needs to say, you know what, I'm doing these things, but I don't know how to do them. Yep. My why is helping that person's trip planning, helping that person get over a fear of maybe going somewhere for the yep. first time, going somewhere by themselves for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want that experience to be more comfortable for them. And I want to give them the tools to be able to do that. So, so when I spoke to you saying just people of color don't travel enough, right? Well, it's like it, you, yeah. it's intimidating. They yeah. might be like, "I'm not going there because I don't know anything about it." Or yeah. I've seen it on the news that you get killed if you go there. Yeah. And like, if you live in Atlanta, you more chance of being killed here than <laughs> right. a lot of places going. that you're yeah, gonna exactly. go. Exactly. Right. And it's just like you then saying that might give someone permission to go and take that trip. Right. And and, and, and that stigma is is slowly. Hey um, guys, I'm, not, I'm gonna stop you guys right now. Um, I think he's about to start running Saul. Oh. Okay. okay. So. Cool. Um, go. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I'm gonna cut right there. Mm -hmm. um, this shit he just looked at us and went, <laughs> Bzz, and then we, we might be finished. By uh, now, right? <laughs> shit. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> cool. All right. That looks great right there. So we moved downstairs in the workspace because they're not using a power to upstairs. <laughs> he said he was gonna use one and cut hasn't cut one piece of wood in the last 10 minutes. So, but just in case, we're here. So, yeah. um, we were talking about your reason why you started right. this right. Um, and podcast website. Exactly. And what was the third thing? So, I talked about <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> 
Come work. Yeah. <laughs> so we're under construction here yeah. at the workspace. Yeah. Be open soon. And uh, wanted to come and hang out. So stay with us. Yeah. Um, so I talked about the three, uh, three different platforms. So the YouTube, podcasting, and then the website. YouTube, and website. my, you know, the kind of mission statement, the, the kind of tagline of 195 stamps is travel often experience more. Mm-hmm. And to that point, people sometimes don't get out of their city, whether it be Atlanta, New York, Los Angeles, wherever. It could be Paris people won't get out of, right? Yep. And experience more. The more you experience from travel, um, it broadens your horizons, obviously, and it makes you more aware. It makes you a better global citizen um, because you're then more empathetic to places and people because you've been there and seen how uh, you know some people in Mexico live or some people in Europe live or in Asia, right? And so you understand the cultures and the nuance that comes with people. Uh, and I just think that makes you a better person. You can carry those good traits back home with you and take those experiences home with you uh, and share those with other people. Yeah. Um, so your goal is not necessarily just people need to travel so that they um, go to cool places no. and like have these stamps in their no. passport. It's no. so that they become a better person. Because once you've seen how the cultures live, mm-hmm. it might make you appreciate what you have a little bit more. Or it might make you just see the world for a different like, I'm from England, so I come to America, I think, with a very different perspective mm-hmm. than a lot of Americans. Right. Um, I see here opportunities mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people might just be used to. Right. You know? In the last two years, I've opened a business, and now I just want to open more business. I want to create opportunities for other people. And I see that if I create a business here, people support my goals. Whereas in England, a lot of people might be like, who do you think you are to open this business? Like, it is a culture of, like, stay in your station kind of thing. Like, you're a working class person, that means you need to stay working class. Like, don't go and try and, mm-hmm. you know, reach for a little bit more. Like, to that point, there is, you know, globally there is, to varying degrees, a caste system, whether it be somewhere formal like in India mm-hmm. or somewhere informal like in England or even in the United States, if you're poor, you know, you have the opportunity to, you know, come up and do something with yourself, but there are mechanisms in place that make that very difficult. And sometimes it's the people around you, who do you think you are? You're, yeah. you're from here, you're not doing anything, you're never gonna do anything. And- Do you think there's that still, do you think there's that sometimes in like um, certain cultures where it's like, why do you think you can go and travel to all these places? Absolutely, yeah. it, it's, it's like that. You know, people say, why do you, why do you wanna go here? Uh, I don't know, this is that's something that I'm not used to. And that's what it is, people aren't used to something and we hate change, yeah. you know, we're, we're creatures of habit. Right. You know, if I'm always going to these few places, that's where I wanna go. And if I have to go somewhere and I, don't, I can't get around, I can't rent a car and drive around, or yeah. you know, the food is funny tasting, or yeah. they don't have this, that, and the third, it kind of shocks people and scares them off and says, I don't wanna do that. Yeah. What I want to do, and the mission, I guess, going back to that why, is I want to show people that the world is a lot smaller than you already think it is. And through social media, the internet, uh, everything else, we see those things. You have Mm -hmm. people like the Anthony Bourdain's that go places and uh, go to different countries and try things. You know, you'll have like the the Guy Fieri in Flavortown, right, going and trying all the different places within the U.S. And so you kind of have a a foundation. You know, if I go here, this is what it's kind of like. It's not like 30, 40 years ago where if I live in Georgia and I think about uh, Ethiopia, that's just some 
ridiculous, crazy place. So I just want to shrink the world. Yeah. And also, I mean, like, like you said, it is literally like people like Anthony Bourdain and mm -hmm. it's, it's a white person going to all these places usually. Mm -hmm. Right. And to not see someone from your culture or somebody that, you know, has the same experience as you, you might be like, well, of course they can go and do that. Yeah. But it's not for me. It is funny you say that. Um, so Anthony Bourdain, obviously he's, he is a white guy, but like he's, he's kind of the, when it comes to that, the travel shit, like he's kind of the benchmark okay. and him being white to me doesn't really matter. Really? I mean, it has a place, like yeah. I understand, but to me, it doesn't really matter. There was a guy, he's played for the Philadelphia Eagles a while ago. Uh -huh. um, can't remember his name, but anyway, he was a linebacker for them for a while. Uh, and he retired and he got a show on, I believe it was Discovery Channel or the Travel Channel, one of the two, where he went around the world and played different sports. Okay. And so he would go play highlight in different places. He would go play polo in different places. Um, and it was a really dope show. It, it doesn't come on anymore. It only lasted maybe three, four seasons, a handful of seasons or whatever. But that was really cool to see somebody like out there doing that. Like, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. However, it's still through the lens in which people of color are viewed sometimes because he was an athlete. So they made him go do sports go stuff. Go do sports. Yeah, right? yeah. He didn't have the dexterity to go and just try food or just go to different right. temples or go to visit different places that have historical significance, right? Well, and it, 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 I think it might come back to people saying like, well, people of color are, might not want to see you go and try different foods. They just want to see you play the sports. And exactly. you're like, no, we don't. Exactly. And you're the person that's like, no, you can go and try these foods. And Absolutely. you can go and, you know, really take in the culture. Not like, well, they play something that looks like football. Or they play, like, that's not why you travel, right? It's to exactly. broaden your horizons outside of that stuff. So When I go to India, I don't give a shit about cricket. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You yeah. want to see how the people really are living. Exactly. The beautiful sites and the taking the temples and the mm -hmm. mosques and the, mm -hmm. yeah exactly cool and because like to me even now like i've been to a lot of countries mm -hmm. but i've never been to like asia or china or india mm -hmm. and like just like when i think about the language and like the signs and like nothing's in english there's no like you go to france and it's like written in english and french and you go to like some places and you're like i can kind of figure out where i'm going to me when i think about china and places like that i think like i will be completely lost you know what and I mean? that's the and nuance we speak about exactly because i've been quite a few places in asia and i know a lot of places have some stuff in english but you know i've been in like the random back middle of nowhere place in india where they look at you like they just saw an alien like what <laughs> but the thing is it's human nature to figure shit out right like if you you know live in some part of the world and don't speak the same language as i and i'm showing you like food on a piece of paper you're mm -hmm. like oh that person won't. so you can work together right. through non-verbal cues to mm -hmm. kind of figure out like okay go here turn left there they'll take you places and no, no, that's not what they want so yeah. you know when you go to those places and that's part of the fun yeah. figuring out okay I'm in Japan none of these signs are in English yeah alright we gotta get there so let's try to figure out how to get there right. using pictures and different things like that so you know to that point that, that, that's very true like yeah. one thing that uh, people have to get over is just getting outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. No, not everywhere is going to be America. America definitely pampers you. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely has a very soft landing spot, but you, will, you, you won't become a worse person by going out 
and seeing these things and then bringing those experiences back and sharing them with your friends and family. It, it won't make you a worse person. So now to the, to the real stuff of like, what is this business gonna do for you? So where's 195 Stamps gonna take you? What do you want it to look like? Does this wanna be your career? So you wanna be able to drop your other job and be like <laughs> full-time 195? How does that? So the goal for me for 195, and I've gone kind of back and forth with this, um, is I just want to, as we talked about, I want to be able to create and foster an environment where people can take things mm -hmm. and use them yep. as assets. Yep. As far as like, you know, I haven't even once thought about how this will make me money because I don't care that much. Yep. Um, I just want to... I just want to give more than I take. Mm -hmm. um, and that sounds corny and like a, a, a corporate tagline, but that's truly it. Yeah, I just want to, to create something where people feel like they can come and get something, extract value from it. Where I'm not hitting them overhead saying, all right, that's $4.99. Oh, you want this extra thing? That's $2.99. You want yeah. this ebook I wrote? Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to do all of that. So, as far as where it's going to go, now what I would love to do um, is take this to a place where on a large scale, I could talk to people. I mentioned the interviews and talking to people about maybe their first time out of the country or somewhere mm -hmm. that, that drew a certain invoked an emotion. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk to people with uh, a bit higher of a profile, uh, maybe an athlete or politician or yeah. actor or somebody prominent, um, just kind of within the, within the landscape and just get that from them. Uh, but one thing I don't want to go away from is just talking to the everyday people yeah. um, because we all have incredible stories, it's just no one's asked us yet. Right. So that's where I want it to go yeah. in the future. And if I can quit my, you know, if I can quit my day job, that's fine. But I just want to be able to just create. Okay. So what, what are you built to do now? And what does the business plan look like going forward now? So right now, um, kind of have a few things in the works. So like I mentioned, the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, YouTube, and, um, and the website. So really, the, the, the plan is just flushing those three things out and yeah. taking them to um, as fully capable uh, as they can be. For example, if I start with the podcast first, I would like to get on a bit of a more consistent schedule with releasing them yeah. um, and having uh, guests that can make sure, because right now we don't have too many guests, yeah. um, but when we do have guests, make sure that they're bringing some value to the table and right. we're not just having you know Susie Q there for the hell of having yeah. Susie Q there. With the YouTube, um, that's where it's the most opportunity that I see because um, moving forward, just as a as a the world is moving more towards video mm -hmm. um, as a platform. So making sure that I give video uh, the best content that I can on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, if somebody wanted to give me a podcast deal, I wouldn't be upset with that. Mm -hmm. If YouTube wanted to give me a you know a deal to create yeah. a few shows for. Uh, for them, based on these travel experiences, yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset at that either. So my thing is listening to the way you're talking about it, and like, you put a lot of time into it, you put a lot of energy into it, you're creating something that is going to be of value to people, and then you say like, if somebody wanted to give me this, if you podcast wanted to, like, the way I look at it is in the world of being able to create now and in the world of Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you don't have to wait for someone else to give you a deal. You know what I mean? I think like if you want to make a TV show on YouTube, you go and make one. If you want to start traveling, you hire someone like Lucas and you fucking go and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're going to, they're going to be begging you to then 
and mm-hmm. let them in on it. But you don't have to because mm-hmm. you can do it. And then you can put it on a premium service where people buy your show. Like, right. I don't think you wait for someone to give it to you anymore. You know that's what I mean? A very, that's a very fair point. That's a very fair point. Um, and, you know, with that, and when I mean wait, I mean like, you know, like corporations come to you and saying, hey, we want to partner with you to do something. Um, but to that point, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Like, I've got some trips planned um, over the next three months that I'm going on, and I'm just going to be giving content doing yeah. podcasts, bringing stuff back, yeah. showing it. I also do like some product reviews on my on my YouTube channel for different things that people uh, like. And so I've done uh, snowboarding equipment. I've done uh, some different uh, photography and video equipment like GoPros, different mm-hmm. mics and things like that to use yeah. uh, on your camera, on your phone camera when you're out traveling. So um, just giving people you know some content that they can use when they're planning a trip. Yeah. And from there, you know, if I'm able to reap some benefits from that yeah. as far as you know uh, like you said a, a corporate come with a show or a yeah. podcast deal but I so think I think you should really set like your perfect day and where you want to go and then build towards that you know what mm-hmm. I mean like if you should create the ultimate goal of this whole thing 195 stamps if I could have the dream of where I want it to be I'm gonna set that now how much it would make where it would go and then you reverse engineer the business into that I'm not saying you have to sell out, you have to start doing too many sponsorship deals, you have to, you know what I mean? Like, you just start taking from people. But if you're providing value to people that is worth a lot of money, you take what that value is then worth, Yeah. right? Like, I opened the gym, I knew that I needed the gym to sit here at business-wise. Mm-hmm. I wanted 150 members, and after 150, you lose connections. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't go over 150. So in order for it to be a successful business, I have to price it here to then be able to create that value for people. Mm-hmm. If I price it too low, I can't do it and the business will fail. Right. Or it's not possible to create um, my life and the perfect life that I want to then create opportunities for other people coming in. I have to coach every class at a certain level, right? <laughs> right. So like, it has to be here to create the business I want. Yeah. So when you're creating 195 stumps, this is the perfect this is where I want it. Mm-hmm. To do that now, I have to reverse engineer it here. And it's just taking what you deserve to create the value that you can create. Very true. If you don't charge for certain things, then you're not going to give very much. No one's going to want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Certain things you have to charge for because it's worth that value. Right. If you don't, you're doing a disservice to you. And it, a lot of people see it like, oh, I'm taking from the customer. No. You're giving to the customer. Right. If I don't charge you $199 to come to the gym, you're not coming to the gym. Because I've seen what happens at LA Fitness. Right. You don't go. Everyone That's why has the membership the key so cheap. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has the keychain. Yeah. But you're not going. So I know I have to charge this for you to then get the value of it. Absolutely. Right? So I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. So mm-hmm. I think you need to think about where it wants to go and then reverse engineer how you make that. Yeah. And I think that's something that is worth thinking about because if you can quit your job and do this and provide this value to people, I think it's going to be worth it, even if you have to take a little bit. Yeah. You know, it'd, so, be, it'd be lovely to quit the, the nine to five grind and yeah. do you know, what you're passionate about. And I really think you can. I think you have something special. Well, thank you. And I think, but if you don't treat it like a business and you start treating it like a hobby, mm-hmm. somebody else is going to treat it like a business and completely wipe you out. Right. And you know, let's say that I do treat it like a business. I have a business plan. Yep. There are metrics that I want to hit. Um, but one thing that I think about um, 
all the time with this is that sellout factor mm -hmm. and being like every other travel blogger out there I want to be different and the first thing that I see as far as a differenti differentiator is when I look at somebody and say well who the fuck are you mm -hmm. why your what is your expertise in this field where you think that you can give somebody this and charge them x amount of dollars like where is I'm not saying the value because we all place value on different things, yeah. right? As people, yeah. if I'm if I see a bottle of water in the grocery stores, I'm walking around. And it's two dollars. Maybe I'll buy it. If I'm in a concert and I haven't had anything to drink all day, and that bottle of water is eight dollars, it's more valuable to me. So I'll pay the eight dollars for yeah. that. And for me, is where am I placing the value? Yeah. How am I placing the value? Uh, and most importantly making sure that people can extract value, me giving valuable content. I so, agree 100%. Yeah. And the only thing that I would throw back to you is mm -hmm. when you say, who are you? I would always say to people that want to do something, why the fuck not you? Right? So like, who are you? Why not you? Mm -hmm. If I watch like, I'm doing this now, who the fuck am I? I'm nobody, but why not me? Yeah. Why Gary Lee? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Why? Lewis Howes. Why them and not me? You know what I mean? Like, when you're watching these shows, why Anthony Bourdain? Why him? Right. Why not you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's... And so, like, if he can accept millions of dollars to go and do what they do, why can't you? You know what That's I mean? True. Like, they don't have anything that makes them better than you. They don't have anything that makes them bigger than you. They just did it. And they just fucking asked for what they were worth. Mm -hmm. And if you... In today's in 2018, you don't have to ask for anything no. because no one's controlling the media anymore. You're, it's free market, right? It's free but you market. have to now say there's a value on this, and I'm not selling out. But for me to live a lifestyle and for me to create more content, for me to provide more value to you, right? I, I have to take, right? Because it's worth it. I have to charge this at the gym. I have to charge this when we open this because mm -hmm. then I can provide more value. If I don't charge anything, I can't give you, can't you shit. shit. Yeah. And I made that mistake at first. Started a basketball academy yeah, you're and didn't charge enough, gave favors to people, thought I was helping. What did I do? Fucked my own business up. Yeah. I was 20 grand in debt. I was given, I felt like I was given so much. I had nothing to give eventually, you know what I mean? And like, I was giving it to people that really didn't want it because they knew I was giving them a fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, but if I say, this is what it's worth, and I, when we first opened the gym, I had someone come in, they were like, I'll come over here if I can pay what I'm paying at my other gym. I said, well, not your other gym. Yeah. So I can't yeah, charge yeah. you that. I don't know what they do over there. Right. The guy might go sit in the office. Guess what, I'm not in the office, I'm coaching you. And I'm there and I'm along for the ride with you and I email you to follow up and I text you and make sure, that's time, that's yeah. money, yeah. That's, that's my life. If the guy just puts the music on and goes sit in the office, <laughs> it's not the same value. That's very true. If you're going all these countries, you're doing all this research, you're putting all this time, you're flying, you're paying tickets, that's value for people that haven't seen that. Mm -hmm. They need to pay to see that because you're going to change their fucking life. Yeah. And when they look back at it and they say, man, that $3.99 for Evan's Guide to India was fucking worth every penny because I wouldn't have gone to India. Yes, sir. And now I wouldn't eat curries with my friends. <laughs> and now when true. Dave invites me for a curry, I know I can go and I know what to order. No, and I'm not going to feel like a fucking idiot when I go and I say, do you have chicken wings on the menu or some shit like that? You know what I mean? Or do you have uh, lasagna? No, we don't have a lasagna. It's a Mexican place. You know what I mean? Like, right. so 
it's just seeing the value in what you provide. You, know? and you, you said something really interesting there, um, and it's kind of finding that balance. You talked about if you're giving all this value, you talk about your basketball academy, and to me that's something that's a very valuable piece of information um, because I should have learned that along the way because I was trying to start other businesses that didn't go as planned, but I never got as far along as it sounds like you did. But it's, you, you mentioned Gary Vee. And, you know, we talked about last week, he always has this thing about giving your best shit away for free. Yep. But he does, of course, charge for the even better right. shit, right? Or, or things along the way. Because when you give people something and they see they can get value out of it, they don't think twice about giving you that however much for whatever piece of content that you're offering them because you've already shown them that you can do yep. this. And with you, you just talked about the basketball academy. You're like, you know what, I was doing it. I was feeling like I was giving people favors. I knew I, I, definitely was, I was getting sell out. advantage of them. Yeah, but I fucking um, lost my business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, you could choose one or the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? And for me and you, like, I would say you give away all your best shit for free, right? Give away every piece of advice to go to India, to go to wherever. Give that away for free. But guess what? To come with me on the fourth of July to uh, the Dominican Republic is ten thousand dollars because I'm going to show you the best fucking places to eat. You're going to be hundred percent safe. All your tours are packed. All, your, all the best shit to do in the Dominican Republic is set. And you're right. taking five grand of that. Yeah. Because it's worth it. Because it's they wouldn't it. go to the Dominican Republic if they didn't it's go with you. Right. But the people that want to travel on their own, here's my free guide. You know what I mean? But there's always a way for you to be like, now you get to do what you love. You get to go to the Dominican Republic. You get to show people the time of their life. And now you make what you're worth. Because right. you've done the research. You've mm -hmm. put in the time to do the research on that country. Like. That's not selling out. How is that selling out? That's, you've given away your best for free, right. but on the other side, you get to go and travel and they pay you to travel with them because you're the guy. It's not a bad gig. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's something you thought of, but like, that's what, Yeah. that would be. Yeah, that would be. Now you just spend every month traveling and mm -hmm. you don't have to go to work. <laughs> Wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, that's, it's, it's still gonna be work. Case. It's gonna yeah, be a lot of work. Be. It might be twice the work you're doing now. But it's not as taxing on you mentally if you love it. Yep. Um, so it's like, you know, I have a nine to five, but if, you know, if I was the GM of the Hawks, that's great. And you might <laughs> work 20 it. hours a day. Exactly. But, but I would love it. Yeah. You know, so, cool. but no, that's, that's a very good point. We got to keep this going. Absolutely. I want to see where the business goes. It's, and it's, like, trying to I mean, rolling. to be honest, like if, if, if you take one thing from us hanging out today, I just want you to think bigger mm -hmm. because I see what, how big it can be. And I see how hard you've worked on it to get it to this point. And what I think you got to look at what it really means to sell out and really look in that definition mm -hmm. and like drop that whole fucking definition from your vocabulary because I don't think it exists. Like when you say a rapper sold out, what did a rapper do? They made <laughs> money for what they were fucking doing and they yeah. lived a better life and they were able to then provide other people a better life. I don't think that's selling out. Yeah. You know what I mean? When because that's where that I always hear that connotation from, right? Mm -hmm. Like. What did a basketball player do to sell out? They start getting paid for the what they were doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what did I do as a gym owner to sell out? Start charging for my services? Like, I don't know if if, it, if, it, if it's even a real thing. Yeah, you know what That's I mean. True. But if you put it on yourself, then you're always gonna feel like a sellout. That's very true. You know, so. No, you're right, man. You're right. Cool. You gave me some good gems here. <laughs> good. Because like I knew when we sat down, I was like, all right, we gotta we gotta talk about this because yeah. I see where this could go. And I want you to fucking do it, man, yeah. because you should. Now's the time. Yeah. I'm looking, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. I, uh, it's funny. I was 
you know, thinking about different uh, avenues and values and things like that. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, uh, in trying to go bigger, um, and I'm sure, you know, most people that have started something, uh, a business or a service of some sort, it's like, you know, how much is just enough and how much until you're overextending yourself and you're not giving out the quality that you should. Yep. Um, because, like, I, I like to snowboard, so I go, like, winter, I'm, I'm looking forward to winter because that's now I get to hit a why, bunch of... Why are 20 people not coming with you? That's a good Because you know the best places to go. You know the cheapest rentals. You know the best, like... This is, this is what you do. So, like, yeah. why are you not taking $1,000 per person to show them around these places? Like, and you know what? And now your trip's paid for. And now that you get is... to travel. And now you get to do what you love. And your content is what gives you credibility. Mm -hmm. That's free. Yeah. But that's why they pay for the good shit. Yeah. You're right. You're exactly right about it. Um, and to that, and that was exactly you. where I was going with yeah. it. I was like, you know what? Do I want to do... Because, like, for example, on my YouTube channel, I'm, I just shot a video last week where I got some really cool new bindings for my snowboard, really cool new boots. I actually I got a new snowboard that's coming in today. Hopefully it hasn't been delivered yet because uh, my neighborhood isn't the best, so I want to make sure it's there when I, when I get home. But I'm going to, you know, unbox that and review it. And yeah. I'm going to Vancouver next month, so I can't wait to get out there cool. and, and try it out. But, yeah, stuff like that is like, you know, is it, that's the free is stuff. it too much? Is it just enough? Do you know, do you know what the right price is? What's for that? something, the price that you need to run a business yeah. is the right price. And you're a bit like you've done this before, so you know getting this from from you is really good. Yeah, like, you have a successful gym. I don't know. This is I don't this is know. Be I don't know what the gym up the street charges. I don't okay. know because I don't care because that's not what my business is. I don't know what the workspaces around here charge because I just know what this needs to make for me to be interested, for me to then provide value. Mm -hmm. So like. The right price for you to charge someone to come on a trip with you is the price that you need to be able to do these trips and the price that you need to be able to quit your job or whatever it is that your goal is. Whatever your perfect day is, that's the right price. And if nobody pays it, fuck, don't do it. But you don't lower the price because people aren't going to pay it. You just don't do it. Very true. So <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Thanks, Thank man. You. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Appreciate and, it. I yeah. appreciate all, of, all the advice and the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot from this. Every time I do one of these, I learn so much about other people that I can apply to my business. And I hope you do too. Please leave a comment. Please give us some kind reviews. I mean, we're working our asses off to try and make something here. And I'm sure as a business owner, you understand what that's like. So any support you can give is so, so appreciated. So see you next time. And if there's anything I can do, hit me up.